Sparky too. I was like, she killed the dog. Oh man! So that was the big reveal, guys. This week and uh, was Agatha all along. Uh, fuck did... Sparky. Did <laughs> you say fuck wow. Sparky? Wow. wow. <laughs> I, I, that is that is uh, on brand for the white delegation. No, not on brand for the white delegation. <laughs> to be to be anti dog. <laughs> But uh, oh, oh wait, I, I guess I can stop being the bad guy now. Yeah, it was sort of, I was upset, man. Sparky died, bro. I mean, it was it was a tough tough beat because I was, as you guys know, I was Team Agatha through and through. Um, so now I have to either go heal, now I either have to go heal in order to continue to support Agatha, or uh, have a Mia culpa. I I, I I'm not gonna say I didn't see the twist coming. I was just hoping the twist wasn't coming, but uh. Oh, 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 there are thoughts. You don't have to feel like you're turning heel because it's not real, but we will get to there. Oh, let's get, let's get, let's get right into it. it it's not real. I, I, I am fully believing it, it's too obvious of a fan theory. And Carlos and I have been discussing this. Uh, there aren't the throwbacks in the episodes that we've watched. You know, you're not going to go back and go, oh, the signs were all there the whole time. We should have known. There's nothing like that. So this isn't the sixth sense. This isn't anything like that. So <laughs> I think that, and also the episode ending on a cliffhanger song and dance number leads me to believe that this is going to be a, uh, a faint, a fake out and the true, uh, Big Bad will be revealed later. And I think that all this might be the machinations of Wanda in uh, needing someone to be angry at to mm. confront her guilt with. Interesting. Mm. So it's so it's just another move. In, so you think it's another move on her part to uh, push away the blame. But right. the problem right. is that the problem is that the only people in the scene were her and Agatha. Well, but then who was that song and dance for? Because that yeah. song and dance didn't happen in front of Wanda. I mean, we saw a little bit of magic in Wanda's eyes, but are we to believe that the big evil person is also running with a sitcom motif? Or are, or are we to maybe believe that this is a more meta moment that Wanda was speaking to the people that have been watching the whole time. I just, I just don't think that this show that mm -hmm. has been so intricate is going to give us a big flourish of evil. And then all of a sudden we're just going to, we're just going to run with, Oh, it's all an evil character. While mm -hmm. all of this has been such a, but here's, but here's what I think. I don't, Agatha doesn't actually have to be evil as much as she can be sort of chaotic. Right. So, the, you know, so the idea, because even the song, you know, is talking about how she's messing things up. 
It's, you mm. know, it, it doesn't really, you know, how she's messing things up. She's more than what she seems. You know, she's a little, she's, you know, got her own agenda. It's almost, it's, it's almost like, think about it like a spinoff, you know, like, you know, you've got one show and all of a sudden you realize that this other character that's been part of the cast, you know, has her, has their own thing going on. Like she's the Jeffersons to um, to the All in the Family that was wow. that was WandaVision, like you know. I like, the, I like the old school reference there, <laughs> and you know, and and in a way, she's moving on up. <laughs> like, like, so, like, but but if that's true, then see, you don't have to be upset because she's not going to be evil. She's just chaos. Yeah, chaos po- possibly. Is- and I and personally, I do think this next episode is going to be Agatha centric. Like, I think yeah, we're going I- to get her side of the story and it may it may show her to be evil but it may just show her to have her own agenda yeah i mean she she's in the comics i I know they're not going to go perfectly by the comics they've already shown us that but in the comics she is one of um one of wanda's staunchest allies yeah and mentors yeah she's like somebody that that wanda really relies on but it is well in keeping with just like the idea of uh, the, the, the stereotypical idea of a witch that they don't always play by the same conventional morality that everybody else does. So maybe she thinks that she's doing what's best or maybe she's like, you know, she thinks that the thing that she's doing is harmless. And, you know, I, I, I'm really not buying into the fact that she's full on. I really don't. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I do. Mean, killing a dog is not harmless. Yeah, I mean, exactly. That's, that's the hardest that's part. That's the hardest thing yeah, to get behind. Get, get over, but, right? but even but even killing the dog. If you look in the comics, there, there's a time where she actually like uh she gets uh like some exotic plant. It, it was in Wanda's solo uh, comic okay. where she actually gets like this exotic plant that grew nearby the Mount Wonderbore, and she fed it to her cat, and she kills her cat. And she kills her cat, and she does it as a way that it allows her to see the future. So it's like I don't, I don't think that she's like an evil character per se, but just having this chaotic idea of like. Oh, so she's like um, the Doja Cat of the comics. <laughs> I mean, Wait, is she gonna show but, feet are, next episode? Are the, uh, Olivia <laughs> Banks, whichever one who who boiled their cat. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it's just it's this idea of like uh, having a different understanding of nature and the supernatural that we might think is like, oh my gosh, wow, she crossed the line. But really to her, she's like, no, I know this certain thing needs to be done or this certain thing is like more important than your feelings per se. It's just, it's right. something, it, something is not quite right with just assuming, as, as Gordy said, that she's just like all bad. Right. And the Hold other on. thing that she I'm could cover my dog's ears. The other <laughs> thing that she could have going for her is that like for her, the re- the fact that she knows that this reality isn't a isn't real yeah. means that the stakes are lower for her um, right because like if if she believes that what wanda's doing isn't great then the fact that she's stirring shit up isn't necessarily right bad. exactly exactly and and the thing is i would also say that not only does she know that the world's not real, but it seems like her mind is kind of guarded against even being altered by it. Like she literally, there, there, um, there was a scene where, where, um, I'm trying to think exactly what it was. It was uh, she, she came in when, when Wanda was 
pregnant. Yep. No, he, so she didn't go in when Wanda was pregnant. Nope. She 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 was outside. Remember that was when she was trying to um uh talk to Herb and then also Vision about the fact that Monica went in there. It's like the only episode where she doesn't talk to Wanda. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of what, what right, exactly. Did you mean the, 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 the scene where she asked Wanda if she wants another take? No, no, no. no that was later. No, no, that, but that's what I'm referring to, though. Okay. I'm saying she, she asked Wanda if she wanted another take. And so it's like, that was the kind of part that made me think that she was not under, and of course, she obviously was not under Wanda's control, but mm-hmm. she is still trying to kind of facilitate making Wanda happy. Right. And that's the thing that is like, it's kind of like, um, I, I think I think the the black guy also did it too. He was like, "Is there something I can do to to like make it happen?" That in, in the Halloween episode, he did yes, yes, I remember that. And that's because that's because uh, Agatha woke her, him up in the seventies right. episode. And, that, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So for me, it feels like she's trying to be helpful, but her idea of being helpful is is something vastly different from what we understand as mm. being like a normal conventional way of trying to offer support. Yeah, but the problem is that she has to have an agenda and she has to have an end game. And because there are only two episodes left, like we have to imagine that whatever it is, is an escalation from what from what we've seen before. I think that Agatha could be a mentor for Wanda in another movie, in another season of a show. But right now, she's the she's the bad guy. Yeah. Whatever entity she's trying to bring back or open a gate to get or whatever her end goal, whatever demonic force is not the big bad of this series, but maybe the big bad of the next phase. Yeah, yeah. maybe. No. But, but you know, that, that's, that's one of the issues with sort of like Marvel storytelling where like, you know, we're, we, we know that in general, like when we watch the movies, like the movies will will tell a satisfying story, but they'll leave something like hanging for like future stories. Right. With TV shows, normally we expect there to be a season two. So mm-hmm. we expect there to be like a satisfying semi ending. But then, you know, what happens in season two? Like we ex- the way that Marvel has kind of explained these shows to us, they haven't really let us know whether we should think of them truly as TV shows and whether we should think of them as sort of self-contained um, miniseries, if you will. Yeah. Well, um, I, I think this one they kind of did because they did say that the end of WandaVision directly leads into Doctor Strange 2, Multiverse of Madness. I mean, yeah. that was always said. Yeah, that's true. But but the thing is, if it's a miniseries, and then, then we have, you know, we, we don't find Multiverse of Madness doesn't happen until next year. You know, so is it is it just going to have this massive cliffhanger that we're we're gonna go through three oh, or four I, I, different I Marvel you. projects? You know, well, in a way, you kind of can because I, I and like I said, I'm gonna play devil's advocate. If I'm yeah. Disney, I've got two or three, four Marvel shows coming out, and then I can cool the season because then I flip over to all the Star Wars stuff because you have you know two or three Star Wars shows coming out. I mean, I just think I just think it's more likely that there will be an ending that will create, you know, uh, uh, that you'll be able to watch WandaVision beginning to end, rewatch it, you know, after the season is over and get a satisfying story. But then there'll be like a post credit scene or something that will let you know that 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 whatever happened isn't over yet, that there's a that there's a loose end that will be tied up in a year. Always make sure to leave a hook just in case. You know, and then yeah. I, I, I've always felt like 
that the whole Marvel Disney franchise way, and that this the thing that Star Wars is trying to do now, not to get into another story chat thing, right? It's leave little mini hooks that you either have to acknowledge or you don't. They can just be fun Easter eggs, or you can come back to and say this is a thing, and make happen. So, you know, WandaVision is so weird for, you know, we say it's weird for a Disney for a Marvel series, which it is. But it's weird for a Disney series. Disney has not ever done anything like WandaVision. So if if they were like, I think they were, I think when they made this, they made sure to me say, we don't know how this is going to be received. Yeah. So either we can kill it at, it goes into multiverse of madness and then people will backwards appreciate it. Or they'll, you know, I think the Disney people like, they'll see how we see it and love it. And then we have the option to go ahead and make this another thing. See, I think that if I think that if 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 it was supposed to lead into, say, Black Widow, right, which is which is apparently coming out uh, in the in the next couple of months, but probably not, oh, right? But like, if 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 the amount of time that we had to wait to get resolution on it was measured in months, then it would be the idea of keeping an open-ended ending um, is more likely. But mm-hmm. if but if you know, in the interim, while we wait for uh, Multiverse of Madness to drop, there's going to be all these other Marvel projects, including Spider-Man, which is also supposed to feed into Multiverse of Madness. Like I think that, you know, I think that there's, it's more likely that they want this to be somewhat self-contained, not fully self-contained, because Marvel stuff is rarely that, but at least give us the re- the impetus to run it back. You know, like I think I think yeah. what they want is for us to run it back when we finish episode nine. You know, I, I would be very surprised if at the end of episode nine, they did not have the little stinger at the end to say Agatha Harkins will be returning in so and so. movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could see I mean, what I could see is, is, is um, you know, them, them getting like stopping like things ramping up really high to where it seems like something really big and horrific is going to happen and then stop the really big and horrific thing from happening but but whatever like they stopped like agatha gets away and she still has the means to bring about like another thing you know just let Randy let Randy have his either old lady or Catherine Hahn love here, and she's going she's going to get that major billing. Okay, it's a, it, it's a, it's okay, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean it could I, be I it, it could it be. To, uh, um, sorry, I liken it to the the first Avengers movie where yeah the the big bad is is Loki yeah. exactly, but, but it isn't until after the credits you see that Loki was working for Thanos. Right. And then you don't see Thanos again for like two years in the Marvel universe. Right. So, um, and it wasn't even Josh Brolin the first time. Um, So I think it's going to be, if we think about them like rebuilding, like, you know, Mm -hmm. if if the Infinity Saga was its own thing, now we're starting with, you know, we've got some pieces that we're familiar with, but we're starting over a new saga. Right. you know, Iron Man didn't lead into Incredible Hulk. They weren't connected. So WandaVision doesn't have to lead into Black Widow or Falcon and Winter Soldier. You know, they will eventually coalesce. Connect. Yeah. But right now we're gonna do with these disparate threads that will lead into oh, we have to fight Mephisto together. We need a new Avengers. Or exactly. Or and and similarly, Iron Man told its own story. And yeah. then, and then the idea of the Avengers Initiative was spit, was 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 thrown out there. Right. You know, like it would have been unsatisfying if like 
if Iron Man ended on a cliffhanger and, um, you know, they were like, tune in to see your to Incredible Hulk to see how this this story ends. Right. I mean, I, you know, oh, no, that's that's in, didn't Iron Man end with the Avengers initiative uh, moment from. No, it ended with him saying that he was Iron, Iron Man. Man, you know. Oh, yeah, that's OK. Right. And, and then, then and, and Incredible and, Hulk is the one that ended with the the uh, 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 Nick Fury. No, Iron Man one ends with him saying, "I am Iron Man," and then they roll the right. credits, and then Nick Fury. The Nick Fury scene is at the end of that. Yeah, Nick Fury then co- comes out. Incredible Hulk is, you know, the the big fight in New right. York City, and mm-hmm. then um, at the end of the credits, it's Tony Stark showing up to Thunderbolt and saying, uh, "I hear you have a problem. I can fix it," which actually doesn't make any sense for the continuity of it. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, they they didn't they they connected that after the fact they didn't necessarily lead into each other and you don't you can watch the incredible hulk and have never seen iron man and it will not affect your viewing experience whatsoever i think that that's what's happening with wandavision where we're going to get a self-contained story but at Mm -hmm. the end of the credits it'll be like oh they didn't quite close the gate to the multiverse you know whatever that means you see a hand or you you might see see, or you might see like a random portal open somewhere right you know exactly. something and that shows you that the world is not put back together fully yeah. listen, listen tony stark definitely showed up in in incredible hulk and not in the some, he he, stro- he showed up in the in the stinger he showed right. up in the stinger he, as opposed he sol- to he solved some problems because he said hey i gotta get rid of terrence howard and you gotta get rid <laughs> of ed norton of ed norton so i got this thing don't worry about it i'm gonna get don Cheadle, and then you're gonna get mark ruffalo and we're just gonna pretend like yeah. nothing happened exactly. it's, it's the recasting initiative yeah um, <laughs> But no, but, f- but so for that reason, like I think people, I think Marvel knows that they had something good with Catherine Hahn. Yeah, um, I well, don't if think Catherine Hahn becomes a new Loki. As far as like she's exactly. always been yeah, that's 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 how I see her though. I yeah, that's how I see her too. I, I I have been hoping since um you know all of my life, i.e. yesterday. <laughs> That that um, Agatha Harkness would be like the the sort of Elvira esque host of a Marvel Chillers D, uh, Disney Plus show. <laughs> I I would love that so much just because she's like this this sort of uh, you know not it doesn't she doesn't really ring evil to me. That's my point. Yeah. She she gives right. me like chaos, and so you get this sort of a fun trickstery feel. Of course, like mm-hmm. Loki. And to have her be sort of that gateway into um, these supernatural characters who maybe, um, you know, may not feel enough to get like, oh, Tigra gets her own whole entire show, but at least she can get like maybe two episodes or maybe like a, a long, you know, episode and then get another one of Werewolf by Night, Man Thing, whatever, but they'll just be different, you know, an, an anthology series of these different characters that kind of, mm-hmm. um, even though they're not worth necessarily looking at for a long term, you can at least have sort of a little taste to feel interested in the, enough to see them perhaps show up later on. I mean, the only thing, the only thing is that like, I, I agree that this is the role that I'd like for her to play, but I think that we do need to have her spell out what her agenda is very clearly. I think we're going to get that next episode. Yeah. And yeah. her agenda is probably, somewhat nefarious in order yeah. for it to like um, oh absolutely I, she's, I she's like in a satanic temple <laughs> <laughs> singing something 
Different. It can be whatever nefarious it wants to be. <laughs> I, <laughs> unfortunately, I need to bounce out, so you guys bring this chat home. Yeah, so. I mean, we'll we'll keep we'll keep the party going. Chef, yep. you have any final um, words for the people before you uh, uh, head out? If you guys have slept on Kathy Hahn and her theater background, you won't understand how she can sing so well. Remember mm -hmm. that this song was brought to the same people who did "Let It Go," which is why mm -hmm. it's super catchy. Yep. Oh, All of the theme songs have been so, yeah, pretty much everything, but especially that one. If you've been yeah. singing Let It Go because of the kids or whatever else for the past few years, that's why you'll be singing this one. Uh -huh. And uh, two oh, and oh. uh, contribute to Kia's battery fund. <laughs> <laughs> now we'll see y'all next time. All right. Okay. All right. See you next time. Bye, any support charities you guys want to do to help out texting people who got screwed over by everything? Yeah, not a quarter or a dollar. Please do it, because uh, yeah. our leadership there sucks. Yeah, yeah. post yeah. post some links in like the um, Twitter chat and stuff. I'll mm -hmm. I'll find some, but I think it's sad that AOC from New York is doing better than the people I have who actually live in Texas, who somehow took you know trying to take their Mexican vacation. But I understand that if you're if things are bad in your country, you want to flee the border to the next neighbor. <laughs> mm -hmm. Better. And I think that we should be sympathetic to any people who want to cross the border to get a better life. Mm -hmm. Here, here. I mean, but it would be funny if Mexico closed their borders and said, yeah. I mean, no I more. think they should have because, you know, he's technically a Canadian posing as an American trying to cross the Mexican border, but hey. You know. <laughs> and his dad killed JFK. I mean, come and on. And his dad killed JFK and yeah. yeah. Trump. And, and he's know, the Zodiac killer. That's true. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and his... And her man took that and smiled and shook his hand. So, and you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, I so, would, I, I would blame Agatha for what happened in Texas, but she's not even, <laughs> she's not even that evil for, Agatha, for, for that. Agatha's fun <laughs> evil, not sadistic evil. That's Ted Cruz. So. Exactly. <laughs> so anyhow, I'll peace out, you guys. Take care. Okay. All right. All right. Bye, Chef. Catherine Hahn could do nothing bad, so therefore she had nothing to do with that. I'm just gonna say, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure Catherine Hahn is like sending multiple truckfuls of food to everybody that needs it because she is a she is a goddamn angel. I agree. I agree. Can you be a goddamn angel? Yes. <laughs> and Spawn <laughs> says yes. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was, I was gonna say that yeah, according on. according to that according to that continuity, I think there's there was one that that got that, that got damned and sent down. So so yeah. Fair according right. to to the literal Bible, yes, yes you can. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so so fan theory time. That's what we do here. Um, a, a few of our things got uh, shot to hell, um, but. Uh, <laughs> Pietro, um, is he is he is he just the rabbit? Is is is, is that what we're what we're going for? You do Ralph, never see them at the same. You think that's Ralph? Ralph, that's <laughs> Ralph. You think Pietro is Ralph? That's Ralph. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, not exactly certain why Ralph should be an important character. <laughs> um, I, I like I like the idea of her, of him potentially being the familiar. Um, but. He's somebody. Like I, I don't. I don't think he's just like a nobody a character. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't think he's just a nobody. <laughs> uh -huh. I, like um, the 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 idea of like him just like 
oh, she just grabbed some Randall off the street and magicked him to look like Peter. Nah, uh-uh. I, I don't think so. I think mm-hmm. he's somebody, maybe Nicholas Scratch, who is who is Agatha's son, maybe uh, Mephisto, Nightmare, whoever you want to say, but it, it, he's somebody. Yeah, I mean, he could be Nightmare. Nightmare, because because my logic with Nightmare is that he he Nightmare wouldn't necessarily be a lackey, but he also wouldn't necessarily be a boss. So I could see Agatha and and Nightmare partnering up. Right. Does Nightmare have a personality? Like I feel like yeah, he does. He he does actually. He mm-hmm. he's like um this kind of um like sort of like brash sort of i don't know it, it, it sort of has that 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 uh that pietro feel to it but it's it's more petulant right it, it's not quite it's not quite like a like a leader type figure it's just sort of uh you know he he's kind of taunting and teasing and trying to you know right. so why did she see him dead when she was sitting next to him it was like a flash of him like kind of looking like a zombie well, I don't know. That's I mean, I mean that could be just that could be a flash of like reality, you know, breaking through, you it, know, because if it's reality breaking through, then that person's dead, and no, it's still her trauma of of knowing that her brother is dead. So I'm honestly, I'm not um, sure how that plays into it. It, yeah. it could be more, you know, it could be that it is a dead person. I I I don't know, but it, it does feel like he's. He's not just some rando that was just grabbed off the street. She, I think it's a, I think it's her bunny. I just think I mean, she turns could, her bunny into a person. It, it maybe could, it could be, but I feel like it'll be somebody that is like, you know, that we maybe either have seen, has been relevant, or who will be relevant in the future. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. I think, I think one one thing that would be cool about it being nightmare is that you know when I was kind of reading up on him, like he does feed off of. Uh, people's energies their subconscious yeah. energies while they sleep and there's yeah. a whole town of thousands of people that are essentially asleep yeah you know so he does have an, a, a something to gain from this whole um hex situation okay, but then do you think evan peters is the big bad in dr strange and the multiverse of madness um, i'm I, i'm not no. exactly confident enough to say no honestly because i'm not like- I don't no. think that's the big bad in a in what what Fox what Kevin Feige said was a horror movie that they were making with Sam Raimi. I mean, he oh, does. He wasn't wasn't he in American Horror Story though? Yes. Yeah, he was. I mean, yeah. I don't see him. He wouldn't have to be a big bad as much as he could be a, another person as part of uh, Dormammu or Mephisto or whomever's um cadre of right. of of people you know here's here's what okay i during the opening the the credits for agatha all along you see Piet, pietro uh with the purple magic coming off of him yeah. because, because presumably agatha has conjured him um or has is controlling something there which right. would speak to him not being uh, uh, power his own his own entity right right i personally i think it's the rabbit unless the rabbit is in that scene where he but i don't think so in the in that picnic in the opening yeah i don't credits. remember i think she had a, a, a drink uh and not the rabbit yeah i don't think you never see the rabbit and pietro in the same shot i i think mm-hmm. it's just the she turns that rabbit into a person and i think ralph is whatever being she's trying to get to yeah through the, through the book yeah 
Yeah. Okay. I mean that that could work. It could definitely work. I mean, I think I think with I like Evan Peters. Um, so something that would suggest that he's coming back is is what I'm you know sympathetic to. But if it is just if it does just turn out to be a, a bit of stunt casting and you know he's ultimately Agatha's rabbit, you know I think it I think it could work for sure. Um, what else? What other, I mean, the Nexus thing. I guess we're all in the camp of Nexus of realities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. That's got to be what that is. Uh, did Wanda eat those kids? You mean you mean Agatha? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, did, did Agatha eat those kids? I'm one. Okay, I'm of two minds of this. I think either she feeds on children to stay young, because mm-hmm. she's not an old woman, but she's thousands of years old, mm-hmm. or she those she conjured those babies and made Wanda pregnant, um, and had to return them to open up the the gates. Because if you look at the, you look at the design on that book, it 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 looks like two keys, almost mm-hmm. like like that's Ooh, the. Okay. It looks like two keys, and then there's like a bar in the middle, so like like right. two keys opening the one door. Oh, Got see, it. he's fancy. I didn't even look at all the details on the book and stuff. Yeah. Like if that. you look at that book, that's that's the design <laughs> that's on that book. It doesn't look like the other, mm-hmm. um, Darkholds and other Marvel properties. Right. Um, How many I, times did you watch the episode? I'm like, I'm like the book. I'm I was like, I watched it. I saw it twice, I think. Oh, okay, Two okay, times. yeah, yeah. But, okay. But Friday is Wandavision Day, so. Right. Like, <laughs> but uh, but but yeah, I think I think that the, the she she was the shark feeding off of on, snacking on magic, no magic, <laughs> not my magic, yo magic, <laughs> uh, and and that she's that's how she's uh either yeah. that's how she's staying young or that's how she's powering this book see i will... like the idea of it of it powering the book because theoretically if they can close the book then she could get her kids back right mm-hmm. so then the kids are more like held hostage rather than um you know gone for good right right um but, I mean that 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 would way streamline the story of how the kids get to like be like you wouldn't have to go through all the convoluted nonsense in the comics that happened for them to to be actually like relevant characters again. Right, and 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 what 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 where it could sort of end with, you know, because I've I've been thinking about this for a while, is that um, if if the goal is to is to do the Young Avengers bit, you know. Then what they what they have to do is get the kids out of the the hex, right? But, but split them up, you know. And if and maybe it's as simple as Doctor Strange showing up and being like, "We just have to split these kids up, um, so that these entities don't find them." Like if they if when they're together, that's when they're in most danger. But when they're not together, you know, like. I think we call that Luke and Leia ing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, basically... if they were willing to lose half of the universe in order to not risk uh, vision, she better be willing to open up the multiverse to go get her kids. <laughs> right. But, but that's the thing if she doesn't know that her kids are lost, I mean, no, sorry, she believes that her kids are lost, then she might be willing to open the multiverse to find them. Right. You know, yeah. Basically, like Doctor Strange has decided that he's going to use some kind of magic to hide them from Wanda. 
because mm. Wanda has been corrupted by whatever. And like, if she does find the kids, then that could upend reality as we know it. I mean, she doesn't have to be corrupted by anything. She just wants her kids back. Uh, you no, know? no, no. But I'm saying in from a, from the perspective, like, she obviously doesn't want to destroy all of reality, right? You know, so like in order to have the stakes be that if she finds her kids, something bad will happen. Like mm. there has to be a, a, an, an introduction of that danger. Um, because right you now, know, it, it, it may not even be, it may not even be a forever thing. Like they have to always be split up. But like, if, if as long as they're like, basically letting them be apart long enough for them to maybe master, like for, for Wiccan to master his powers or something. Like yeah, some kind of yeah. way of saying like we don't want to get them while they're at this tender moment. We don't want to let them be exposed and vulnerable to these insidious forces. Yeah, I could see that too, especially where like geographically where they're located because yeah. they're they're in the same place as this book. That's this dark book, whether it's a dark hold or not. You know that that in their presence, she they they are the keys that unlock it and open up these dimensions and these dark forces or what have you. But like, mm. you know the potential of this happening again is why why they get whisked away. And, you know, maybe they, you know, Doctor Strange, like, wipes their memory so that they don't remember, like, yeah. everything that happened in the in the hex. Right. You know, I mean, I could see that playing out, um, and I could see that being a kind of resolution where the kids are saved um, and, the, and the end of everything is averted um, mm -hmm. But only temporarily. And then we find out that Ralph is Reed Richards. <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy that people weren't angry that we didn't get Reed Richards this week. I was dreading, like, I was dreading that part of things. Because you know how the internet can get people, when there. People don't believe that they've met the aerospace engineer yet. I mean, I, I'm not entirely sure, but we, Neither I mean, am I. It, it, at least at least it was not um it, it would have been cheap if they tried to like quickly just throw somebody in there personally my my the person i was rooting for was a, a pre-powered up adam Bashir because i mean it would have been cool to like see him at least there tease wait for, like, wait wait pre-powered up you mean like in the 1950s <laughs> no but, but but i'm saying like at least i I don't really know. Not necessarily pre-powered up, but like I guess you know, not being a hero. So maybe he's like there just for his expertise, not like oh, I'm suited up as the Blue Marvel. But you get what I'm saying, like just. Oh, you mean like still in his like I'm retired phase, right? Or he could be pre-powered of... up, and they don't have to run the same story. Like we don't have to try and have Marvel retconning superheroes into the 1960s and 70s. We've already got Carol Danvers falling <laughs> through blockbusters. Yeah, but I'm the problem with the Blue Marvel is that his whole deal is that yeah. like he was a superhero back in the day and didn't right. get his respect and, and you was, know like due to um like him him having uh antagonism from the racist government so i i, I get the the relevance of keeping that old on him but i do still want at least to see like you um i guess just it would have been a nice opportunity. I just put it that way. It would have been right. a nice opportunity to at least be like, "Oh, hey, uh, just like we got uh, Jimmy Woo, he's not yet part of Agents of Atlas, and and Monica's not yet powered up. I mean, she just powered up as a superhero, but 
at least you can kind of get a relevant part of like, oh, this person will be more important down the line. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like for me, like if, if we were going to play that game of like this person's going to be important down the line, like my choice would have been like Amadeus Cho. You know, yeah. because like he's he's young enough to where he could be kind of like a child prodigy that, yeah. you know, and his mother was involved with the Avengers. Like he could show up, say a couple plucky lines and then go away. But everyone's like, oh, that was Cho, you know, <laughs> and he could do something later. Um, it's Tim Allen. <laughs> I was just gonna say, Tim Allen. Tim Allen is busy, Mike. It's not gonna work. I'm sorry. He, I'm sure he wasn't available for shooting. I think he was storming the Capitol when they were shooting. <laughs> Hang on, was like, I'm gonna try to share my screen and show you guys this book. Okay. Hold on. Like, oh, whereas wow. I can't. Only you can do it. Yeah. Hey, Mike, you have to open it up so people can share their screens. Uh, it's okay gonna... if it's a if it's a Kia. Uh, firewall that you've got up there that <laughs> so he so is not sending us all pictures of roman reigns and and whatnot i don't i don't, I don't need that. you guys do not trust all right. me all right carlos see if see if you can do it now carlos okay <laughs> you guys see it i do ah, yeah okay that's two oh, wow. keys oh, that- that was a book. I that's, just thought that was like a little like knickknack on. My- <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when you watch stuff on your phone, Kia. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. Maybe I should have it up to my TV, but I'm like too lazy. There is nothing wrong with watching WandaVision on your phone because you got to watch it early enough before you get spoilers. Okay, that is. Oh no, no, I no, I get it. I just you know like I I try to watch it on my I try to watch it on my television. If not, do you have a t- do you have a TV in your bedroom? I do have a TV in my bedroom. Oh, see, I don't do that. Um, I don't have a TV in my bedroom. Otherwise, I, also, I would. Just... I also don't watch it in my bedroom. I watch it in the living room. But um. Oh, when it comes on at three in the morning, I'm in my bed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I, you know what I've just realized? Um, when when Wanda has the babies, and and uh, getting, getting uh, away from the bedroom talk. Yes, I, and I, Agnes I, comes <laughs> in, uh, to to watch them. She sprays a lavender. Mm-hmm. Uh, spray over mm. them. I wonder, and then they they start growing up. I wonder if she was like not lavender. That's her magic, right? That's what I'm saying. I wonder if she was just like that's what you want to call it. That's what I call it. You see, <laughs> see, I go back and forth about you know whether the kid, you know, because we see in a later scene that the kids definitely age themselves up, right? You know, um, but, I but think I it's surprise if, if Agatha was uh, like kind of at least open up their power to do it or something I, I would yeah, that part, was there that right, that part I yeah. could see that that yeah. you know that she was giving them the ability to do it she gets um, them to be conscious because uh, right. as babies they're just not really conscious right. of it she was right. the one that aged them that, up to that toddler level or whatever yeah and after that they yeah. can control it like when like when Sparky died and Wanda had to give them the whole talk about don't age yourself past this and all I could think of was the Adam Sandler movie click <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I think I think that I know that there was a, a popular theory before before the well moderately popular theory that the kids were um had you know um what's his name already had his powers that um Wiccan already had his powers and that he might have been behind the conjuring of Pietro because they had, had that conversation right before oh, right. about you know her how she missed her how she missed her brother you know um and obviously that ended up not being the case um but i i think that we are 
also supposed to pay attention to the fact that Billy is developing his powers. Yeah. And, you know, it maybe it's just because, um, you know, snack on your magic, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe that's that's all that it that it was for. Uh, it may not even be for sure um, about Wanda. I mean, it's probably also about Wanda, but I mean, in, in terms of needing the kids to start the process and then needing Wanda to complete the process. Like I yeah. could, I could, I could buy that. Yeah. Now, of course, we have to mention the uh, Monica Rambeau moment. Uh, yeah. Moment. Uh, yeah. You know, she uh, dematerialized and rematerialized herself in a in a light form, uh, an electromagnetic uh, thingamabob. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think we're using the scientific term here. <laughs> She's going to go by Photon. That's what you, I think. You see, I think because her mother was Photon, she won't. Um, I think because her mother was Photon, she will. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think she might be Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Monica Ralph Bo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I feel like the books would have started uh, trying to use the photo, bring the Photon yeah, name back maybe. if that was the case. You know? I mean... I think that we're not going to see like a full costumed uh, she is calling herself a superhero until Captain Marvel 2. Like, yeah, I don't I th think we're getting yeah. that anytime in this. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I agree. No, I think yeah, it is going to, I think it's going to happen in Captain Marvel 2 as well. Um, but I do think we're going to see her like actualized, you know, with superpowers. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think we're gonna see the the full, you know, her becoming the the costumed character until later. I think she's just right. gonna have some powers, smack Wanda around yeah. a little bit, and then... I mean, but she's already in a suit that very much evokes her superhero suit. So mm -hmm. it's, it wouldn't be much for them to show her doing some cool stuff that looks like panel for panel, like a you know, like an old school uh, Captain Marvel or like newer school Spectrum panel. Right. I wouldn't yeah, be surprised. Was, if, no, I was about to say. Um, they they've been calling her like they they've been referring to her as Captain, obviously because she's Captain there. So I wouldn't be surprised if they were like trying to upgrade her and possibly rename her in the comics as like Captain Spectrum or something. Lieutenant Spectrum. <laughs> I mean, that feels a little weird though. Captain I know Sp it is. It feels it is. it's like very Golden Age to call ourselves Captain Spectrum rather than it just is. Spectrum. It is, I know, but I'm, I'm just, I, I wouldn't, like, I don't know, it, it's kind of uh, the, the same thing, like, when they try to change uh, Brother Voodoo in the comics to be Dr. Voodoo, uh -huh. it, it, it's a weird thing to kind of do, because you already know him by this other name, but just to feel like, oh, he's in that same range, like, the kind of misguided white person uh -huh. idea, like, hey, yeah, let's call them this other name that makes them seem... Uh -huh. You know, but I actually, things. actually do prefer Doctor Voodoo, um, maybe because I was never attached to Brother Voodoo, um, but, but I just feel like with with, if if also because Monica has had so many like names that yeah. Spectrum does kind of work for her, yeah. Um, but I could see her kind of cycling through, I could see her cycling through names in Captain Marvel too. Like I could see her, I could see her trying to like take on like a Captain Marvel. Or like the media, the media, like each different media outlet is like, oh yes, uh, 
Photon, uh, Captain Spectrum. I was like, <laughs> she was like, no. yeah, no, you're not calling me that. <laughs> especially if, if there's like, sorry, real, real quick, especially if there's like, you know, uh, we already know Kamala Khan's going to be in the movie. So if there's going to be like a Miss Marvel, you right. know, or Ms. Marvel, like maybe like they're like Black Marvel. <laughs> does Carol, I, I don't remember, does she ever really go by Captain Marvel? No, I think that's I think that's uh, what what uh, what well, Nick Fury I think Nick Fury yeah Nick, Nick Fury coins the name and Peter Peter uses the name in right. Far From Home so yeah. right so so clearly clearly the world knows her as Captain Marvel because mm-hmm. that's why I thought Monica might just be one of those like you know Steve Rogers like I'm just Monica I'm yeah. just who she is just like how carol is just sort of carol she doesn't because yeah. it just seems sort of douchey too to go be like well my new name is captain marvel which is even made fun of by <laughs> spider-man when he meets dr strange oh, oh you know? wait, actually wait did, didn't they say captain marvel in that scene the fanboy scene where they were talking about who could be thanos I think um, so. Yeah, yeah so like i think it's out there i think that's the name but i also think that i wouldn't be surprised i mean i joked about black marvel like i could i could see I could see that being like a thing that people call her and she hates it. And then she, or they she's... just call her, they just call her boo Marvel to piss off all the comic nerds. Oh, yeah, that would be... well, the fact that this arc, the fact that this arc is about like her arc is about overcoming her own grief, mm-hmm. yeah. her mother's death. I really do think she's going to end up being like, just call me photon. Yeah, but maybe I, mean, I, wouldn't hate it. I, wouldn't I would, hate it. I mean, I wouldn't hate it, <laughs> I but, would. <laughs> but I, but I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't feel like it was earned is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, because that was her mother's name. And even though like, like, I think more so than taking on her mother's name would be trying to like fix sword. Right. Like seems like more of like honoring her mother's legacy. Um, the organization she spent decades trying to build, like putting that straight even more than, you know, even more than taking on the name. Right. Preferably she would just go by plain old spectrum just because they need to raise the profile of Monica Rambo in the comics. Jesus, right. please. But yes, that yeah. We yeah. gotta go about the real the real mystery of the show. Who is Ralph? Why was Yo Gabba Gabba on the TV? <laughs> See, I I've never watched Yo Gabba Gabba, so I'm gonna need you to talk me and the listeners through Yo Gabba Gabba. Yo Gabba Gabba was a children's TV show that was a, about a, a magical DJ who had these four toys that he or five toys that he could make come to life, and they would play and they would sing songs. But Uniqua. and it was kind of like a, a, a hip hop based children's show. And every once in a while, they'd have musical acts. And Bismarck E had a regular segment on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a, like my daughter loved that show. We took her to see Yo Gabba Gabba live, um, mm-hmm. which is to this point the only Bismarck E concert I've ever been to. Um, <laughs> but it's a show for like three year olds. By the time you were five years old, you were too old for Yo Gabba Gabba for sure. So why was that on TV for two 10 year old children? Like it, it would be like if you had a babysitter who put on. Mr. Rogers and you're, you know, 10 years old. Like that's, that's too old for that show. So talk hmm. me through it again. Like what is she? So, she, so this character, this DJ character turns. He has these like, toys. He's got this magical boom box that opens up and mm-hmm. he's got these toys, um, which were the creatures that you see on TV. Mm-hmm. And he, um, they, he says the magic words, yo gabba gabba and they come to life and they sing songs, hip hop kind of songs. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's, and I mean, there's like a lesson to be learned. Yeah. And, and actually like 
the way like Sesame Street is about like letters and numbers and reading, uh-huh. No Gabba Gabba was about like, don't bite people. Like it's, it's like it's literally for like toddlers. Like right. it's not nice to bite. You should yeah. only eat food. You know, things but like I'm just, that. no, but I'm just thinking that if, if the conceit of the show is that there's this magical thing that happens, yeah. right? That it brings inanimate objects to life, right? That there yeah, may I, yeah. be some some parallel between it's just such like because disney owns um you know disney owns marvel like they have a plethora of cartoons yeah. that have to be right like, no but i was thinking something that. specifically about this this concept right the concept of of the magic word bringing something to life that wasn't alive before you yeah. know that that maybe there's some connection between what she was watching or having them watch and what she was doing yeah, like, yeah. I like like when 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 Wanda sees the the show, they're singing like a, a song about jumping. Mm. So I was like, okay, is there like importance to jumping coming up? Like I don't understand. Like I, I it's like it's as a dad, it just really stuck out. I was like, this is just a weird flex because Disney also doesn't own Yo Gabba Gabba. So it's like, right. why did you you went out of your way to get this right. particular you know needle drop or TV yeah. drop? I mean um, the, the, the 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 open was the office and uh uh happy endings and all the stuff that was referenced in the office and Disney doesn't own any of those. Right. Disney owns but it wasn't happy footage, endings. but it wasn't well, footage from uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I didn't remember. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't footage from those shows, which is right. Different. And, and yeah. it wasn't the song. It was a song that sounded like that song. Exactly. Mm. And then what they leaned into was Modern Family, which they also own. It just yeah, yeah it was like you you have to have a cartoon that has magic words or you know like something along those lines but um yeah, yeah it, great. it would have been great if they showed like a shazam cartoon thrown <laughs> everybody <laughs> off the multiverse is coming <laughs> another captain marvel avengers, <laughs> avengers versus justice league thus release the snyder what if that went on the screen oh my <laughs> god <laughs> that would be amazing I mean, wow. the, the, the movie Kick-Ass apparently exists in the universe. I know, right? yeah. Yeah. She, she, she should have recognized. If, if Zack Snyder were directing that movie, which Avenger would dramatically have their neck broken? Because there has to be a dramatic neck break in every Zack I mean, Snyder would, movie. I mean, it would clearly be Vision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Wanda already, would do it. He's already dead. <laughs> I don't need to see Vision die. I'm gonna see Vision die for like the fifth time. He's starting yeah. to be like Batman's parents. Exactly. I am not. <laughs> it's like it's like uh, Thomas and Martha Wayne, uh, Ben Parker, and Vision <laughs> at this point. Well, any other lingering uh, threads? I mean, obviously, our, our our boy Hayward is still still kicking kicking around. He escaped the exp- expanding hex. He's not turned to a clown, I guess, because he's already a clown. Right. He's my number one. He's my number one suspect to be Ralph. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, as much as I know that he's like the the heel of the show, I really want them to reveal that he has like an even more wicked and sinister thing. Because 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 his idea that he's with sword and all of that is like. 
supposedly he's he's the heel, but he's like doing all of this stuff in the interest of trying to help people. I really want to see what his underlying. Oh no no no! You see, I don't think he's trying to help people. I think he's more like, you know, you guys got you guys ran this organization too soft, you know, right. like people died from the snap, right. and, and that, I'm gonna that, make that... sure that this organization is leaner and meaner. You know, yeah, yes, exactly. That, that's what I'm saying. He he comes in with like, oh, I'm gonna be like the tough love person. So so for me, it, 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 I want to see that he really is not like this person who has such uh, good intentions that oh, I'm just being harsh for your own good. It's like no, he has to have some kind of other agenda. There's oh, no you see, I'm why- fine. I'm fine with him just being misguided, like guy who wants to take over a vision's body against his wishes and turn and create like super weapons out of vision's body like i'm fine if that's his agenda you know because it's still fucked up right and i'm fine if that gets i'm fine if that gets like revealed to the world and he goes down in flames and that's like the victory you know that that sword not sword but this one guy you know in sword like you know has messed up the whole organization and then ending is that he does in fact go down in flames i am good yeah like i don't want him i don't want him to be a loose end like i don't need him to be a loose end i'd rather have him you know go down with the ship like and you know some people have said he needs to die i don't need him to die i just need him like his his whole plan to be revealed and you know and sword especially because we've we're just meeting sword right Right. we don't want sword to like to be a bad organization like it you know if if we can find a way to make it how make it that hayward was the bad seed you know he's out uh someone else comes in i mean abigail grand abigail brand would be awesome um like what if what if the abigail brand casting is the is the actress that we've been you know for captain marvel too no 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 what i'm saying is that what if it's like meryl streep as abigail brand or something crazy you know where it's (laughs) like No, because then it would make sense as Paul, you know, as Paul Bettany being like, this is an actor that I wanted to work with for my entire life. Right. You know, like that was. Annette Benning is already the supreme intelligence. So, I mean, there's precedent. Yeah. That's interesting. You know, like people would kind of lose their shit if Meryl Streep was in the MCU. That's true. Very true. Or Angela, well, we would have Angela Bassett in MCU, sorry. <laughs> but um, yeah, maybe maybe that maybe that's a huge swerve that, um, you know, she was friends with, uh, what's the name? She was friends with Maria Rambeau. So she's not going to let that organization, you know, get a bad rep. I, you know, it's funny is that I really tried to like fan cast Judy Dench somehow as as the the actress that that paul bettany's always been dying to work with but i'm like i don't i don't know how i'm getting judy dench in the mcu in it but i but that's what i want yeah i mean i could see i could i definitely could see uh meryl streep pulling off the green hair more than uh judy dench you know but yeah i mean it would be it would be interesting it would be interesting and i i am also like when it when you have one of these characters that is in like an upper management i mean let's be honest if there's some white guy who's upper management we all immediately like oh that dude's evil as soon as we saw hayward (laughs) we were 
we we everybody watching it. I mean, show, I was like, oh, I was I was hoping that he was just incompetent. Actually, I was, yeah, but, <laughs> I was hoping that he was just in over his head more than just. But evil. you knew. <laughs> but you knew. So if we if, wrong, but you knew. <laughs> so if we get if we get somebody that's upper above Hayward, but is a woman, I think it 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 lends more to the ambiguity of maybe it'll maybe this person won't be evil maybe they will like you were saying earlier we've just gotten sore we don't need to throw them all as evil okay, but well, well, well now you're opening my mind up and i'm thinking as far as um what if we get like meryl street as like an androgynous gender-bent mephisto <laughs> hey <laughs> oh. i'm, I'm like, in i i'm i'm i, I think that i mean the, the devil world. does wear prada Right. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm just I'm just praying we get a huge. I then I sorry I sorry to cut you off, Randy. I just want a huge CGI fight of of Meryl Streep as Memphiso, Annette Bening as the Supreme Intelligence, and uh, what's her name who was in Aquaman as the as the evil as the big thing that Aquaman was riding at the end. Oh. oh Lord. I can't remember the the act of famous actress who voiced that character, but it's somebody that if you didn't know, Judy, Julie, Julie Andrews, Julie, Julie Andrews. Andrews. Oh. Yeah, there we uh, go. So then, then, then we've got a we've got a three way of of ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous, <laughs> awesome, and it feeds right into Randy's clearly old lady fetish. So it works. <laughs> but you see, I I just think it would be kind of cool because like you know Abigail Brand is one of those like characters that it, that sort of I won't say iconic, but you know maybe a step below iconic. But in terms of she's closely associated with Sword the way that Nick Fury is closely associated with Shield, and if she makes an entrance and it's Meryl Streep and all of her gravitas, like right. all of a sudden like you know as as jr says like business is about to pick up you know mm-hmm. like we, you know that that's a thing that everyone takes notice that like sword is serious a serious business because they've now got meryl streep you know running that thing so when like you bring up meryl streep because i was thinking today that like if they would have gone with an older agatha meryl streep would yeah. have been great in exactly mm-hmm. yeah. and, and let me just state for the record <laughs> i i just have respect for older women. I don't have <laughs> the fetish is for Sri Lankan women. <laughs> Get it? Keep it straight. <laughs> I think Randy's new name on Twitter is going to be Gilf. It's cool, man. Gilf, Gilf, Gilf Hunter. Gilf Hunter. <laughs> I, I, think, I think my name on Twitter is still Black of the Darkness. So Did you change it to Darkness? I did. I was right. like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna stick with that one for a while." Yeah, yeah. it was it was Agatha all along. That's that's what the, the now. I don't know if it's on Pornhub yet, but it should be. I do. I like. I do like Meryl Streep as, uh, as Abigail. I think that would be. I think that would be dope. And I'm also thinking like Paul Bettany said he he was he got to act with an actor he's always wanted to act with his entire life. The chances that that character is in Agatha's lair or slim to none, but the chances that that character is related to sword yeah. after project cataract pulls uh-huh. him out. And now he's pale vision. Um, I think are much higher. Yeah. Could. Or Memphisto is Al Pacino and we all go. Ooh-ha. Yeah. Ooh-ha. I mean, that, Mephisto that, has that to be either Al Pacino 
or Christopher Walken, right? Oh. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Actually, no, no. Memphisto, to continue this whole thing, Memphisto is Sir Ian McKellen. <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what I was. I mean, this is this. This will be a wild flex, but it would just be for for my own purposes. If like if Denzel was Mephisto, because <laughs> because Denzel has that one voice that he that he uses, and like to have the devil speak with that voice, like, my man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Now, now I just now I hope it's the devil and it's once again Elizabeth Hurley like in that movie with uh, Bedazzled. That movie's oh, great. <laughs> that movie's so good. Yeah. Oh God, I love Brendan Fraser. Or uh, or is it? It's Peter Fonda that's Mephisto in the Ghost Rider movie, right? Oh, is oh. he? Oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. That's it's Peter a- Fonda. Mm. Or we could just make it Nick Cage. Nick Cage, and- Nick Cage's Mephisto would be amazing. <laughs> it's me, Ralph. I'm back. <laughs> if, it's, if it's Nick Cage, he better be Mephisto, and Mephisto better be Ralph. And all. And, of- I mean, Nick Nick Cage is old enough that Paul Bettany would have wanted to work with him, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah Paul, Bet- Paul Bettany totally grew up watching Con Air. Oh man! <laughs> I mean, Paul Bettany is probably—he's got to be in his what mid to late forties. Mm, I think so. Yeah, I mean, he grew up watching Moonstruck and Face Off, and yeah. All right, guys, listeners, uh, you know, uh, chime in in the comments with who you'd like to see be a random, uh, high-profile cameo. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna stick with just because of how cool it would be going forward to have Meryl Streep as Abigail Brand. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna gonna keep my gonna keep all my chips on that on that uh, section of the the roulette board. But uh, Elizabeth Olsen saying that it was like a Luke Skywalker level cameo is like that doesn't exist. There there isn't one right. you could do, especially one that works for the MCU. Like it, it doesn't. Yeah, because MCU hasn't been around long enough for right. there to be that kind of cameo. And there isn't an actor of that like that high regard because the MCU has already had amazing actors in it. So it's not like yeah, oh wow, they got. I mean, even if you got Meryl Streep, it's like yeah, we also have Angela Bassett in this universe. Like, yeah, there are already <laughs> great actresses in this universe. So, like, yeah. But I guess I was always thinking in terms of not the 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 get for the actor, but in terms of like you, you just didn't see it coming. You know, yeah. Memphisto is Lewis Gossett. He's he's gonna be in two comic book properties towards the end of his career. I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying to think of like what actor would be like. Oh wow, I didn't like. If I guess if like Tom Cruise was Mephisto, I guess I'd be like, oh wow, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, definitely didn't see that coming. Yeah, Will Smith's already done comic book movies though. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. It would be Doesn't, surprising if he shows up on the in the MCU as a as a, on a television show. Yeah, but it wouldn't be like, it wouldn't be like Luke Skywalker yeah. showing up. You know, like that wouldn't. Yeah, be, it's a different. It's a different kind of a different kind of surprise. Yeah, yeah. it almost would have it to be, be someone. Insane. It almost would have to be someone from another universe. Like it almost would have to be Patrick Stewart or Ian McKellen. You know, from or Hugh Jackman. You know, like to. Like to really blow our minds like that. Like we yeah. finally, we finally get, uh, we we finally get uh, 
the the man from from reading Rainbow to play a villain role. Levar Burton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my um, dream, my dream Boo Marvel casting. Levar, Levar Burton. Burton? Yeah. Oh gosh, what? <laughs> Levar a, Burton. Dream bigger, darling. <laughs> <laughs> I think. By the way, I think if they go with a blue Marvel, it's going to end up being the dude from Bridgerton. He's so light skinned. Yes. Yeah. Oh that's just, gosh. That's just what it's going to have. Yeah. I think I could see them going with um, with someone in the Aldous Hodge vein. Um, not Aldous. Oh, but... I thought you were just going to say I could see them going with a Brit to play <laughs> anything. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, people would feel away. People would feel away if there was a light skinned blue Marvel. Okay. Yeah, I got, I got, I okay. wasn't gonna talk about that, but now I feel weird talking after that. I'm like, this is the part where I'm like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, Randy, am, am I, am I, am I out of pocket? No, I don't think so. Cause I think the only, the only like fairly lighter than dark complexion is like some people have fan cast Will Smith. I don't know why right. they would do that, but I mean, like he's really the only like lighter. Person well, because like the the yeah. natural fan cast was Denzel, but it's like, dude, Denzel's sixty seven years old. Like, well, no, I always felt that the well, natural fan casting was. What did you say? Dennis, Dennis Haysbert. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, Dennis Haysbert has like the like he's not Denzel, right? But he's the like professorial, like he played the president. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and he did it credibly. <laughs> like, you know, like, but he's yeah. also older. You know, Denzel, Denzel would be the, the shocking guy that Paul Bettany was talking about. He would fit that role. He would. He would. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't yeah. I don't know if it boom our would work, but he would he could show up. He could uh, like like Carlos said earlier, he could show up as Memphisto. No, I said Sorry. I I mean Denzel as Mephisto would be mind blowing. Um, but what about John what about John Washington? John David Washington? Son? I mean, he's he, He's, I'd love him in the MCU. Yeah. He's just so yeah, young. I mean, yeah, he wouldn't be someone that Paul Bettany has been wanting to work with for his entire life. But he used to, he used to be a cool casting for like, something. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure Denzel would stop by and say, hey, what's up? But... <laughs> I was surprised. I never got Denzel on Ballers. So I don't know. He may not stop by. That's true. I, I, mean, I, I probably... was really sad about that, actually. I was really hoping he would be on. Yeah. I mean, he's not my <laughs> ideal casting, but I could probably talk myself into john david washington is blue marvel like yeah. like i said it's not my ideal casting but like he, you know he's a big enough star that that i'd be like all right i guess that means they have plans for him you know i feel like we all <laughs> just stopped and thought about who would i want to put john who would i want to put him as and the wolverine <laughs> yeah john david washington I, you know, as wolverine would be dope. you know what's funny is i went cyclops Whoa. oh that's interesting hmm. john david washington like the only thing i got out of tenet was john david washington is an action star and mm. the the fight scenes in that movie I was like he's Wolverine. Did you see him on Netflix with that? Um, on Ballers? Movie? No, it's not Ballers. I haven't not watched ballers, the Netflix uh... movie because too many of my black friends are like, "What is this?" <laughs> so, <laughs> what are you doing you Netflix, Kia? Um, the movie with uh, Zendaya. Yeah, with Zendaya. Yeah. Oh, that was a Netflix movie. I thought it was on like HBO Max or something. No, um, it's a Netflix no. Movie. Oh, Netflix. I never got I never got to see it. I'll watch it one no, day. Malcolm and yeah. Malcolm and Malcolm and Marie. Marie. Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. 
I feel like as as a single man, I don't want to watch anything that's like uh too like romance ish. Um, but it's like an abusive relationship, and these this couple is just fighting the whole night, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and that's Mike, what I mean. Oh, like, that, that yeah, I, I think I think it's you know breaking down the barriers of communication. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like with Marriage Story. Like I saw Marriage Story, and I was like, "Yep, glad I'm single." You know what I mean? Like, this, like I feel like if if I do that, then it'll be like Groundhog Day for me being single. You know, it's like you know six more months of me not wanting to date anybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think John David Washington as as Wolverine would be fucking dope. I mean, we here at the Racial Draft would would, would love John David Washington as Wolverine. So uh, I'm 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 all for it. And and Adam. What's his name from Bridgerton? I've I've actually been kind of uh, playing around with the idea of a, a biracial cyclops. Anyway, I, I've been kind oh, of works. hoping for that for ages. So. Yeah, he works as cyclops. He also kind of works as Reed Richards. I mean, he's got like a, a certain look that's just like yeah. You put, you put him How in. How old is he? Yo, early thirties, like, I think. Yeah, early thirties. Early thirties. Yeah. That's my only he's problem legal. with Reed. With 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 a lot of the Reed Richards fan cast is like Reed Richards to me has to be a almost middle aged man. I don't. I've yeah. seen young Reed Richards. I mean, I, the problem with right. the problem with middle aged Reed Richards in the MCU though is that like he's the smartest man in the world. Yeah. Like, why why how haven't we he, seen him not been mentioned before, before now. now right you know like it like it makes sense that the smartest man in the world is young because now we're discovering that he's the smartest man in the world right what well, i mean who's the smartest man in our actual world we don't, we don't know <laughs> you well, know actually, Okay. That's that's a weird that's a weird comic book thing where they rank the smartest people in the world and Amadeus Cho is number seven. Like hey. that's just a weird comic book thing. Like there, I, if there was some in, incredibly intelligent I astrophysicist mean, in the MCU, I could definitely see that he hasn't been named in any of these movies yet. I mean that that is fair because we don't really know people who invent stuff, but like we, because corporations invent stuff as far as we know. But in, yeah. but if but if there was a guy like we you know we just didn't live in the golden age of inventors right because there was a time that people were like Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone you know like that that's the guy you know like he's the smart he's a smart guy you know there was another period where someone else invented something really cool and and became famous for it like with Reed Richards we're talking about a guy who everybody knows this cool shit that gets invented. I mean, from him. We, yeah, but we, if he's the smartest guy in the world, I would hide. <laughs> like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't come pop up. Like, people be asking me questions all the time. People be bombarding me. Oh hell like, no! I feel like um, I, I kind of disagree with you, Kia, just because of the fact that they they sort of make a, a big deal of um, like their celebrity as you know who they are. That he he kind of yeah. went out of his way to try to. But I only say that because mm -hmm. um. It's possible that he was not in the limelight just because people um, people don't always give credit to the geniuses. Like sometimes we get the the really outstanding people. But... So then you'd have to make them black, is what you're saying. Because <laughs> <laughs> if he's a white man, I don't I don't I don't believe that. Right, I'm, I'm, totally, <laughs> I'm, I'm totally here for them making him a person of color. 
because he is um this this vastly underestimated person and i would be perfectly fine with like people kind of uh you know trying to step in the way and trying to be like oh well uh reed can you help me with so and so and then when he helps them oh well look what i created look what i did and they're like trying to you know step in his limelight of of you know not giving him credit but to me even that story uh reads better when reed is young you know because as a grown-ass man in his 50s married with kids and a family like for him to keep getting walked over right, by exactly. by yeah. people like that like it would just diminish him as a character yeah i mean it, it is better that he be younger and kind of like socially awkward and naive because he he doesn't really think of it as like getting walked over it's like i'm it's more important that i'm helping the greater cause of the greater good or whatever rather than and he's not really considering that he's getting walked over but that's exactly what happened Right. So in his mid thirties, like Gordy said. Yeah. I mean it's, it's not terrible. <laughs> I got it's, you, Gordy. I, I, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't go for like a 40, 50 something, but maybe late twenty, early thirties, so and so. It could be mm, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to imagine someone like holding because I mean I'm assuming that if we get a Reed Richards, he's going to be one of the prominent people in the Marvel universe. I don't know if I can. I mean, they treat Spider Man like a child, you know. They, I don't know. But Spider Man is a child. But I don't know. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't know if you, if you get Reed Richards and he's twenty four, if you know, or 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 twenty six, or you know, whatever in that ballpark, that we're we're treading the same ground again with another young person that you know Doctor Strange won't respect, and then we have to go through this story again. I've already yeah, seen. But, but I think it's different. I think it's different. Like first of all, like there's no Tony Stark. Right? right so there's already a void right and if someone steps up to fill that void that person's going to be pushed to the forefront really quickly and know? it could be it could be that the the thing that really uh inspires him to step to the forefront is the basically the the same accident that causes his friends to be changed like the cosmic power mm-hmm. or whatever will cause him to be like, okay, well, now we want to try to be more of a force for good. We want to try to, you know, turn our, our our misfortune into something that is good. And so I'm going to use not just my powers, but also my intellect. So I, yeah. I could see them trying to do something more along that line. See? Well, back to what I said at the beginning, Ralph is Reed Richards. Boom. <laughs> bring it right back to WandaVision. <laughs> way to bring it on home i mean like i said i i was i was one of the people who was who didn't want it to be read in this show um yeah. because it just would have it would have overshadowed everything else that right. would have happened on the show if you know he pops in and says hey my name's reed richards and then he goes away <laughs> like people would be like mm-hmm. we need more read and we forget right. about that monica th- i mean forget about monica forget about wanda forget about all this stuff fantastic four you know I'm um, saying this: If Jennifer Lawrence is actually Sue Storm, which no, they I got think... they got debunked. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay, I was gonna say I hope yeah, yeah. that Reed is not an old man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she may be doing something. Um, no. she may be doing something in 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 um Australia, but it's not uh, it's not Fantastic Four because and they the haven't Lord. even started. Not even a script for that yet. But yeah, I was yeah. just like, if she's Sue Storm, please don't make Reed Richards like Tom Hanks. That would be <laughs> gross. <laughs> yeah. 
actually do it. I want to watch that. I mean, I'm not opposed <laughs> to Jennifer Lawrence doing something in the MCU because she really needs. A I win. am. I looked. I looked up her uh, her her IMDb, and she's she's like five years without a win. Um. So. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I don't want her to keep that streak. So you know, maybe like motherhood might be a thing for her. Why don't you like Jennifer Lawrence? <laughs> I think that okay. There are like. There are some amazing actors and actresses out there. And I feel like with Jennifer Lawrence, she, okay, like she first got big with the, um, what do you call it? The, you know, the books and the, the Hunger Games. You know, yeah, (laughs) Hunger Games. That, yeah, that thing. I think that Jennifer Lawrence fell into a thing of where she got casted to play in a movie that had an actual really good story you know like which is why if she goes to the mcu she'll be cast in something that has a really good story yeah but you know like she played mystique no 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 we don't talk about that we don't talk about that like i mean come on like we don't don't talk about that because such a great character those those movies uh, were trash yeah, yeah, but like, what I'm she saying is, like, I think she that, contributed like, she, to the trash of it, but like then she did damn. mother or mother or something of that nature. And what the fuck was that? Yeah. What was I mean, that? By the time she had gotten the Hunger Games, she was already like an Oscar nominee, though. I mean, like for no, Hunger no, no, the Games. Hunger Games was first. No, was she, she was nominated for Winter's Bone before. Oh, I forgot about that yeah. one. Yeah, I forgot. I was gonna say, yeah, Winter. Yeah. She like I she she was a she was a big she was a big get when she got in the Hunger Games. I don't think her. she was a big get. I think that I think that she basically probably got it right around the same time. Which was rising, buzzing, Sundance or whatever. But yeah. like, because she would never have, they got her for like pennies to be Mystique. Exactly. Yeah. Right. She was not a big it's, get yet. It's not that that Jennifer Lawrence is particularly bad. I mean, I just don't know where they would her at that's my point i can't think of like oh she comes to mind as so oh right that part i agree with i don't know i just don't think that she really is great on screen like i I don't think she's horrible i I just think that you she needs in order like there are actresses that like can take anything right like give them any script and they can make that stuff good and i don't think jennifer lawrence is that i think that if Everything aligns. The story is powerful. The people behind her are powerful. Her makeup and all that other stuff is great. She'll be great. Which uh, means, I, which means the MCU is a good fit because they do all that stuff. Yeah, I also, I also just think Jennifer Lawrence is really too. good. Like, I, I she's great in Winter's Bone. She's great in Silver Linings Playbook. I don't know. I, I like Jennifer Lawrence, but I also don't. As I think Randy said, I don't see a place for her. I don't see some character that streams Jennifer Lawrence. Like, boy, I'd love uh, Jennifer like, Lawrence yeah. with Abigail Brand or whatever. Right. Actually, now that you say it, no, but, <laughs> but Silver Sable. I, well, I can't think of anything. Like, maybe, yeah, Silver Sable, now that you mention it. But like, Alicia Hardy? No. no. Brianca no. Chopra's. You're going to leave my Felicia out of this? <laughs> Keep yeah. her away from my queen, okay? Yeah, I mean, Sri Lanka. Yeah, I mean, where, where, yeah, where I'm at is not in we need Jennifer Lawrence in the MCU. Where I'm at is if Jennifer Lawrence were in the MCU, it would be it good for be her career 
and it would be, you know, and it would be, would be better for the and I'd be able to see her in something that I like rather than seeing her in something that I won't like. Maybe she can be a Moonstone in Captain Marvel 2. Maybe something like that. But I wouldn't have her be like, I, I can't think of a single leading lady hero that is like, yeah, that should be Jennifer. Like, no, nah, no. Okay. <laughs> what about yeah, but- Kira Knight? Kira Knightley, Kira Knightley versus Jennifer Lawrence. There are no Marvel movies set in 1870s. <laughs> I, I know, but uh, Kira Knightley did uh, Domino. Like, and she killed it that years ago. She- that wasn't 20 years ago. Was it? it was in the 90s. Domino. It was in the 90s. <laughs> it was definitely in the 90s. <laughs> I was like all defensive, but I didn't know whether to take it back or not. <laughs> yeah. It was it was an, I know this because I thought it was based on the comic book character. Domino, <laughs> I was very upset when I saw it. Um, somebody somebody doesn't realize that this year anybody born in uh the 2000s can start drinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. no, Dom- Domino was 2005. It was not in the 90s. Oh, okay. But it was ah! it was 16 years ago. That, that's still a long that's Okay, let's not talk about ago. that. Well, <laughs> gosh, my 25 years on this planet. <laughs> I mean, I mean listen, listen to her movies since then. Uh, Pride and Prejudice, Pirates of the okay, Caribbean. Okay, that was banging. Okay. Pirates of the Caribbean, Atonement. Yes, even better. The Duchess. She likes she costume drama. She loves, she loves a good costume drama. Britain. Then, then she can she can go ahead and be the star when Marvel decides to do an an sixteen oh two. Sixteen oh two exactly. Let her go ahead and do that. Like yeah, other, it, I can't think of anything for her. If you want, I mean, you want I mean, to be for, Catwoman in Gotham by Gaslight, by all means. Yeah. I'm in for Kira Knightley as Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Why not Jennifer Lawrence as Ralph? What would you have? I don't see Jennifer Lawrence having the range of Ralph. Sorry. <laughs> I actually think Jennifer Lawrence would be really fun as a one-off Marvel villain, like Hella was, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I think that would be the be, the best place to use her. Let her be. Right. So, so I'm gonna, be. I'm gonna, so I gotta be the bad guy, right? I gotta be the bad guy <laughs> and say that they're going to cast her as enchantress right i gotta be that oh, person. No, no. <laughs> like no. i gotta be that person that puts it out in the I, universe I feel like that, that's um, but well no we're not doing that that if, if we if we cast anybody as enchantress um no i'm not here's the thing i'm not actually saying i want to see it i'm just saying that that's out there as marvel villain one-off big name person that they that someone might think is is attractive enough to play enchantress and enchant uh thor you know like hurt my heart i hope not I mean, Madame Mask in in one of the in the in a, in a oh, that's future. Oh, that's we've got that's Vera from that's Vera Formiga. I mean, <laughs> uh true, true. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but but I I think that there, there's something along along that lines because I think that J Law J Law probably turned down the Primo Ralph gig, and so yeah. she she's holding out for a bigger spot. <laughs> I I would take J Lo before J Law is what I'm saying. in in any in any role. Uh, any role uh we're she's acting and the puerto rican on this call is is, is saying no so dude dur- during the inauguration i tw- i tweeted out like can we stop pretending j-lo is a singer can we can we stop doing this? <laughs> we gotta we gotta I stop doing this it. she is like 
best kid in your eighth grade choir good but she's not, not even well not even not, not in a black choir for sure but like <laughs> yeah. my, my in my my grade school she would have been probably among the best in our eighth grade choir but like she's not a recording artist i'm sorry no i i am awesome. an entertainer i am exactly i'm not disagreeing with any of that i'm just saying that from you know she brings she has a charisma she has yeah yeah with screen, her booty she has uh -huh. a screen presence she, he has a post of her on his wall just so you guys know, you know um, <laughs> she's, she's able she's, she's able to, old enough for randy she is able to yeah captivate. Uh, there's that she's guilt you're like, alone <laughs> <for her. laughs> We're not letting that go, are we? Randy, <laughs> Randy, be be honest, Randy. Enchantress played by Jennifer Lawrence or Enchantress played by Jennifer Lopez? If you had to choose, gun to your head. Oh no! <laughs> wow. Oh Randy, this is wow. uh, your, your integrity. That is that is some serious integrity right there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd rather see J Law directed by Taika Waititi than J Lo. Yes. Sure. That's the <laughs> other thing. I think <laughs> that Taika Waititi could bring a lot out of J Law comedically yeah you yeah. know yeah that's like, fair. it would be like she could put a, a different kind of spin on enchantress like that <clears throat> uh, you know again if we know she's a good actress with the right material so like the, yeah, right, material the right material and the right people around her it's all it's all, you know i think it's actually more like the right director even more than yep. the material because like yep. she does really well with david o russell movies yes but like so, outside I mean, of those like her, her in uh in in the movie Mother, like that's just that a was, weird performance in a very yeah. strange movie. So but Darren saying, Aronofsky is just kind of a, like he's not for everyone. Right. So, so I'm saying in, in that case, I mean, I I, I get what what points y'all are making, but I'm saying if if we take all of that into consideration, where would you try to fit her? What character would you wait. put her as in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Because I I I, I, I mean she could play. Why are we listening to Randy? He's dead already. <laughs> like, no, I mean, if like if we, if she was in if she was in Love and Thunder, playing like uh, like one of the cosmic characters, you know, like remember he's Thor's hanging out with the Guardians of the Galaxy. There's yeah. any number of randos that they could, you know, they had Sylvester Stallone in the last Guardians movie. Like yeah. we're like our our options are wider than we're than we're making it sound. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Um, like and if it's and if it's a short scene like one of those like like one of those um um Matt Damon, Matt Damon type you know <laughs> Matt Damon type scenes you know and it just ends up being Jennifer Lawrence like I think that could be a win for her. I mean, imagine Jennifer Lawrence in the Elizabeth Debicki role in Guardians Two. Yeah, hmm. you know, like she easily could have played that role. Hmm. No problem. I agree. So, okay. like I said, well, like I said, I'm not, I'm not rooting for it. I'm not like putting yeah. up, you know, uh, hashtags, uh, bring Jennifer Lawrence to the <laughs> MCU. But if it happens, I do have enough faith in Marvel that they, you know, are going to put her where she can add value. I just, yeah. okay. So I, I was looking, I couldn't remember Elizabeth Debicki's name. So I Googled the movie Widows because that's a great movie yeah. um, that she's in. And, yeah. and uh, I just realized who's going to play Mephisto and it's going to be Liam Neeson. 
Oh. So he's just going after black people, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you Give just gotta run out there and get the first black person you see, you know? Herb is uh, gone. Herb is toast. I have a very particular set of skills. <laughs> just wandering the streets of Westview. Yeah, looking for a black Herb and Monica are just hiding. Mephisto's coming. He's like hoping that Monica shows up. Yeah. I mean... You know, it, he already got Terrence Howard, so. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, it would be, it would be, we, we would, we would react to it. If Liam would, Neeson. That would be a big get. It I mean, would. he's, he's a Star Wars guy. He's a Batman guy. He's been in every, every franchise. Every franchise. The fact that he hasn't been in, in MCU yet is kind of, you know. How old is Liam Neeson? He's probably 70. Like, yeah. Yeah. 70? Oh. He's got to be. 68 yeah yeah i wouldn't i, would be I wouldn't hate it being the devil yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't would. i wouldn't hate it uh especially didn't he play a god like jesus or whatever yes. in he lion zeus like, he, no released, he released the kraken yeah yeah <laughs> release the kraken no but didn't isn't isn't that what aslan is in the uh lion the witch in the world basically jesus oh yeah, yeah. like yeah he's, he's he's run the gamut why not why not go full satan <laughs> As one does. <laughs> As one does. Um, I mean, not mad. I mean, people would have their takes. But um, yeah. he's old enough. He's old enough for, for it to work. For Paul Bettany to have wanted to work with Liam Neeson. For sure. That's not a bad choice. Not a bad choice. Not a bad choice. So at this, at, that's probably where we should leave it, though. You know, we should... Yeah. We should end on that note, uh, you know. Liam ne Liam Neeson Liam Neeson as Ralph. I, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a particular set of skills. Yeah. To help out Agatha. I will find you. He just tells Herb, <laughs> "I will find you." And he I knows will how kill to open you. a book. <laughs> exactly. So. The the title of this of this episode has to be hashtag Who is Ralph? I just want to know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I agree. That's fair. We will we will title this. Uh, we will title at least the Wandavision part of the episode Who is Ralph? Um, but uh, I don't have a tag. I don't have a sign off for uh, for for the Wandavision part of the the, the podcast. You guys want to come up with one on the fly? What's the uh, what does it say when the credits come up? Please stand by. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Yeah. The worst words on television right now. <laughs> Seriously. In the middle of her laugh to go to Please Stand By. I was like, right. sons of bitches. Let's or, I'm just, or what are we blaming for? What are we blaming Agatha for? Maybe everyone can come up with something that Agatha uh, that Agatha did. Hmm. This week? Agatha. Yeah, maybe Agatha that's is... for the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair point. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna blame Agatha for us going past 1 a.m. <laughs> I'm gonna blame Agatha, Agatha if everyone doesn't go vote on my whitewashing poll. I I am going to blame Agatha if we end up with Jennifer Lawrence as speaking. I'll blame Agatha if we end up with John Krasinski as Reed Richards. Yes. Ooh, that's the most blame choice in the world. What about you, Kia? What are you blaming Agatha for? For not being in bed already. <laughs> and on that note, many, many things are possible. <laughs> <laughs>